talk for a second. Um. Okay, you're sorry. coming through. No, you're good. All I just right. wanted to make sure no, you're actually coming through. What's going on up there? Maybe the girls are having a party. You weren't invited. No, it's supposed to be bedtime. Yeah, a lot of things are supposed to happen in life, Kevin. Questions are, do they? Only if we could get it. Uh, only if we were able to get it where my uh, Chromebook worked on this stupid thing. I know. Hey, listen, man. Anytime you want to take some time and check that out, I'm totally able. Like, it turns out I don't have much of a life, so. Yeah, but we've done it before, and that's the thing, because I was looking up all kinds of stuff the one night we were looking up stuff, but it's a different Chromebooks. I've talked to a bunch of different people. Chromebooks are a, more of a pain in the ass than anything. Well, I know. I'm saying we could uh, and sure, um, we could work because none out. of the settings are the same that, that that they are on my Chromebook to my laptop. Because on the laptop, like right now, I'm going in, I'm dicking with the settings. None of this stuff is on the Chromebook. I could like I got the little microphone and the little video thing, and I could hit it the world pop, stop it or mute it. Yeah. But I can't open up any kind of settings for it. And the settings that I do hook up or open up have nothing to do with anything that would actually help me or be relevant. Yeah, that sounds about right. So it's like I just need to get. But I'm gonna be next weekend. I should have this pretty well complete. I think downstairs because I'm getting a new internet. And I'm getting rid of cable. You're getting rid of cable? Yeah. Okay, why? It's football season well, is about to start. Oh, well, I mean, I'm going to have... I got Amazon and all that shit. But there's a thing I'm going to try out. And if it works and I don't get arrested, I'm going to let you know about it. Because you still got satellite and all that crap, don't you? No, we. I wish I had satellite. I have cable currently. Okay, well, even that, I bet... Do you mind if I ask how much you pay for your a lot? TV? I don't pay it. My mother-in-law does, but I know it's a lot. Mm. Why? What do you got going on there? We're not we're not <laughs> live yet. Okay. Um, the guy at work was telling me about this thing. I've been talking to the guy that he bought. He pays for it off of. Yeah. And it's one of the overseas, um, TV deal things. So you got to either smart tv or like i got a fire stick so i could use a fire stick for it yeah and um it's 23 bucks a month and you get every channel like every every channel channel. and even overseas channels if you feel frisky and you want to watch like the taliban talk about how they hate us you can watch that shit too but um it comes with your wwe network really there's ten dollars a month i could save yeah, so it comes with that, and then I was looking through, and the cool thing, one of the cool things is, um, besides the fact you get, it comes with the MLB thing, net, like all the MLB channels, it comes with all the NFL channels, just like you got the NFL package on DirecTV, NHL, NBA. It's got all those, um, and the Red Zone thing or whatever the that NFL thing is, um, but then also it comes with, like local stations for almost every major city in America. So like if you just want to watch Cleveland CBS and watch the Browns game, there you go. You don't have to worry about watching like NFL network. It's got all those local really? stations, Fox, ABC, NBC, um, comes with those. It comes with the ESPN pluses. So I can watch my UFC and it comes with a pay-per-view. I know I think 
this is going to be the last year I think I'm going to be able to get uh, NFL Network at the studio price. Not NFL Network, but the Sunday ticket, which kind of blows. I kind of wish... Well, if you don't have satellite, how are you going to get that? We stream it. So students can stream it. That's the great thing about the student package. Oh, okay, okay. They only charged me 100 bucks for to have the uh, Max Pack. Yeah. And uh, what sucks is you can only be logged into one screen at a time. Because I tried running two TVs on it once. It didn't work so well. But uh, but they only charge you 100 bucks for the Max Pack for the year, 120 Either way, like it's way cheaper than, I think it's like 300 for the regular Max Pack. Yeah. Kevin Teddy got lost last night. So, um, but yeah, so I'm planning on, I'm going to go, like I said, this week I'm going to go, this coming weekend, I'm going to go and turn all my stuff back in. I'm going to change it where I get, I'm just going to have faster internet. Yeah. So I'm going to have my modem and everything set up downstairs in my, in the office. So I'm going to have my computer down here and all that. And I already got the cords ran through so I can hook up my PlayStation and Miranda's Blu-ray player. So I'll have the internet streaming straight to it, so it shouldn't log. Or so you're going like all out in your little space, is what you're telling me. Yeah, and then um, so but yeah, I'm, and do you have a VPN? Nope. That's what I gotta look into because it's through it's overseas, but it's gotta be illegal. <laughs> it's gotta be. Oh, I'm sure. You're getting is. everything. Like no, so, I'm sure it is. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with it for a while. And I mean, just for football season alone. <clears throat> so it'll be nice. And I knew the NFL net or the WWE network. I know you'd like that. Yeah. It, hey, Eric, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. Hey. Oh, look at that. He's got his, uh, his uh, Real Salt Lake shirt on. Rocking the world. Is the is the fan too loud oh, in the background? Sorry. It's so our terrible. AC isn't working this I can, summer. I can barely hear you. It's ridiculous. Okay, I'm lying. I can't even hear your fan. Oh, I yeah, know. I had any of the fan was on. All right. But, you know, who knows? I don't want to mess with your audio quality. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it is what it is. Life life is a trip, they say, and then you die. So. Damn, that's way too real. I just had a coworker die, like, yesterday. Fuck you. Are you serious? Yeah. You really know how to shit on my cool songs. No, I'm sorry to yeah. hear that. Like, was it someone you actually got along with? Uh, yeah, this was kind of a guy that trained me. Really? Yeah. Like, this is going to sound douchey, but it's really not meant to be. But uh-huh. was it expected? Like, did we know this was coming? Uh, no, he was kind of a younger guy. I, I don't know exactly how he died. It said I read his obit. His obit said he died peacefully with his family surrounding him. So I think it was a health problem. But he, he was a younger guy. I'm on my way. I'm probably the next one. Probably yeah. the next one. How you been? I haven't talked to you in a while. I've been busy. You got a job. Uh, what is your job? Okay, if you don't want to tell me where you work, can you at least tell me what you do? I don't know why oh, it's got to be top secret, but... I I do like having it be top secret. Can I keep weird. it that way? I like there to be more mystery around it. Yeah. Okay. But you can't say what you do. I don't care where you do it at. I'm a, I'm a radio producer. There you go. See? What, is it at the same building that we might have took a tour through at one point? I won't mention any names. No, different one. Okay. It's a sports station. Are you guys paying any attention to this free agency today? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit here and there. I mean, hasn't it been pretty predictable thus far? Yeah, but here's the thing. 
I know I was talking to Brian when I asked him to come on the show a little bit about this on Twitter, but don't you think this is a bad plan paying KD max deal and Kyrie, who, by the way, is proven that he cannot lead a team? So the Nets are in trouble this year. I feel like there's a lot of money to waste, like $80 million just down the drain for a year. I think KD is a pretty good leader. Um, I think it's – for a player of his caliber, I know Achilles injuries are – serious i think it's worth a gamble it's like i i don't know it's say say baker mayfield got hurt like really bad or and or andrew lux injury let's use an injury that actually happened andrew lux injury even though he hurt his shoulder they extended him and even though it was kind of a gamble they kind of it paid off in the end because he's a pretty great great quarterback I guess I understand. Is that Winnie? Am I hearing Winnie? Yeah. Say hi to Matt. Hey, hi, Winnie. Matt. How you doing? Uh, I'm being upstage. Hi. You are being upstage. This little troublemaker right here causing trouble. No. Yes. No. <laughs> what I would say, though, Eric, is if if you if you're signing him, like if the Warriors would have made this move. Uh, I totally uh, it, it would have made sense to me, but to, for an outside team to come in and sign him, uh, bye. bye Winnie, bye, bye. bye. See you in a little bit. Um, for an outside team to come in and sign him, I think that's what throws me off. Is like you're you're bringing a guy in and you're risking really your future of your next five years of your franchise on a guy who you don't know how he's going to come back from this injury. Who's already kind of lanky as it is. I don't think there's anything wrong with being lanky, though. I, I don't know how that plays into it. I'm just saying, guys his size and that body style already break, seem to break down in this league quicker than others. And now you're adding a, a torn Achilles that he's going to have to come back uh, from. I, I'd like to see some research on that. I don't think that's necessarily true. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google that next show, and I'm going to come prepared. Bye, Winnie. Tell mommy I said hi. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Steelers stink. Bye. <laughs> and that's our winning. See, that's what the show is unpredictable. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Kevin? Would you have brought? Would you have paid? First off, would you have paid KD a max deal if you're another team, not the Warriors? Secondly, well, are we are we going? Or are we just talking? Well, we've been going for like a few minutes. Oh, you have started it. Oh yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. All right, yeah. Oh, sorry. Inter- finish your questions. Oh, sorry. Would you bring KD in if you're another team at a max deal? And also, would you pay Kyrie a max deal after what you got from him from the Celtics the last year? Because he was injured the year before, basically. Um, KD, yes. He's worth taking a chance on. Because, I mean, you got to go with the hope. Nowadays, with the way the surgeries are for athletes and the way they come back, I wouldn't be too worried about the rant. And so, yeah, I would take it, even though I agree that this year's more than likely a lost year. If you get him, it might be towards the end of the season. And that's even if he wants to come back, because truthfully, he should have never came back for the cha- or for the championship series. Um, but him, yes. Kyrie, I wouldn't. But more than likely, you're not going to get to sign him unless you give him that, because he – he wants that money because he believes he's like an all-star. I think mean, he is an all-star, but I mean, 
he's not a Durant. He can't lead a team on his own because this team is not – I mean, they're in the East, so they'll have a chance of being at the playoffs at a 7 or 8 seed with just Kyrie. But with Durant there, he needs – Kyrie needs that kind of player or else Kyrie's – I mean, look at the Cavs when he was by himself. They were – two out of three number one picks and they had what 22 wins was the most he had on his own. So, I mean, he's a good player, but he's not a superstar. I think, I think, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like this year, he's going to have to lead that team because Duncan's not going to play this year. I I mean, sorry, Durant. What am I thinking? Duncan. Durant's not going to play this year. Uh, From everything I'm hearing on NBA, on the NBA, you know, I've been watching the NBA uh, free agency deal and they're saying he's not going to play this year. So now you're paying Kyrie. Like, I think Kyrie will be fine if KD comes back okay. He'll be uh, like he was with LeBron. He'll be a great number two. He'll make some big shots, make some big plays. He'll have injuries. He'll knock him out 30 or 40 games a year. But uh, that's a lot of money, man, on a lot of maybes. Yeah, but like I said, I am not. I wouldn't be too worried about the rant. Well, here's the other way you could look at it. Either you're the Nets – and you make a gamble, or you're the Knicks, and you do nothing. Like, if they hadn't made these moves, we would be talking about, well, why didn't Brooklyn try to put together a contender? They are trying their best to put together a contender. It sucks that the scenario is this, but they are doing what is best for their franchise. I think it's a little bit crazy to question their moves, especially when they're just trying to create the most competitive NBA team they can. I think we should be focusing more on the fact that the Knicks didn't even want to offer Kevin Durant a contract. No, they didn't want to offer him a full. That's not true. They didn't want to offer him a full max deal. And But he deserves a full max deal. But well, I mean, don't Durant know. even said that there was only four teams he was talking to. So the Knicks were out of it from the get-go. No, the Knicks were one of the four teams. It was uh, Warriors, Clippers, Knicks, Nets. I thought, I, didn't, I thought it was somebody. I didn't think it was the Knicks. No, no. That, that's the report I saw this morning, at least. Okay. I must. I misread it then. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was the Lakers, but I'm pretty sure he was. I mean, it wasn't the Lakers. <laughs> I would have been happy about that. But it might have been the Knicks. Like I said, I might have just misread it. I didn't think it was the Knicks for some reason. Because just no one ever seems to want to go there. Well, no. Would you want to with that ownership? Not really. It's they're, like I said on our Twitter, like our little Twitter group. There, it, they are like the ownership. The Knicks are. It's out. It's Al Davis all over again. Until they croak or sell the team, New York is unfortunately because they are a great market for basketball. They're going to suffer because I wouldn't want. I don't know anyone's going to want to play for that ownership. I don't disagree. I think they were smart not to offer a uh, max deal, but I think when you're the Knicks, it's like the Browns a couple years ago. And no, Eric, before you give me that face, I'm not going to go into deep Browns talk here. But it is like the Browns. When we talked about, what, two years ago, I was saying, even for Kirk Cousins, like I don't think he's worth the guaranteed money he's about to make. But when you're a team at that level, sometimes you've got to overpay to get the guys in there to substantiate your team, and then you can move on and not overpay for players. Unfortunately, the Knicks have to do that right now. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think it's interesting is uh, where Kawhi decides to go. He's kind of the hot guy now who hasn't made a decision. Eric, what yeah, is I'm you- super surprised because I would say his decision is the most important in free agency. I think I- actually before I want to say this real quick and then I'm going to jump off this because I want your opinion on something, Eric, and then we'll get back to this. But I think Kawhi would have been a clipper if he could have got Kyrie to go and whatever reason that didn't work out. I see Kawhi hopefully landing in L.A. as a Laker, oh, but it, no. but that's just me being hopeful because I'm a Braun uh, follower. I yeah. do want to know what you're with the Jazz signing Connolly. What as a Jazz fan, how excited are you for next year? Trading for Connolly, yeah, they traded for Connolly, signed Bogdan Bogdanovich or whatever is mm-hmm. Bogdan Bogdanovich, who I don't know that much about, uh, but apparently he's he's a decent four guy sad Derek favors is going to leave. Um, I thought that maybe I would have rather seen the jazz go out and spend that money on uh, some depth shooters. Cause I think that's one place where we really struggle is, is shooting, especially from the bench. Um, I think the jazz are going to be a good team next year, though. I, I don't, the, the West is so top heavy right now. And KD signing with and Kyrie signing with the Nets is good for the Western Conference because it still keeps it a little bit wide open. I could see the Jazz being maybe a four seed next year, but I would be shocked if they're a, any higher than that. Uh, I, I think the Lakers are going to be very good. I think that. Um, the Warriors, even without Clay and KD, I think are still going to be a top three team. I just think they Steph Curry is that good. I think people underestimate how well that team has been built um, and the coaching job that Steve Kerr can do. Um, and I, I don't know who two would be. Uh, I'd, I'd worry about the Nuggets a little bit. I think they're uh, an extremely talented team who, if they get Michael Porter Jr. back and he's as good as people say he is, uh, that could be a really fun team to watch too. But I, I, uh, that's just my uh, un- semi-informed opinion. I'm not as huge an NBA guy as you know. So I think the Jazz did a pretty good job. I'm, all, I'm excited for this next Jazz season. Uh, but... Do I think they're a title contender? No. Do I think they could make it past the second round? Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, I think I think the way that the West is shaping up, I still don't think they have a path to make it through. I agree with you. And I'm not a huge NBA guy. Everyone knows that. I'm a I'm a LeBron guy, but I do like this time where I love any league that I, that with free agency. Uh, I just always think it's interesting to watch some of these big name players, uh, nice armpits uh, to switch. Like watching some of these big guys switch leagues, uh, switch teams, switch conferences. It makes it interesting. But let's talk about uh, little football. So I just want to know, A, what have you guys done? We haven't had football for a while. Are you excited? We've only got a month left without any games before we start having some games. Are we getting pumped? Where's the End Zone podcast at right now? Uh, look at that. This, baby, the Bible. Has arrived. What is it? Pro football? 95% of my football knowledge comes from this magazine and the roster is included within the magazine. I know a lot about the players, but sometimes I forget all the off-season moves. So, What is that magazine? 
It is Lindy's Pro Football Magazine. I've been a religious buyer of it for about the last five years, and I've used it to write my team-by-team previews. Those are changing a little bit this year. They're still going to be team-by-team, but I'm just going to release them all as a division on the blog. The Enzo Podcast, I don't know, dude. I have been super busy just with – I've had to do summer school and this new job. I work basically exclusively nights, so it's been really hard to find time. I really hope I can get um, the podcast back up and running kind of on a normal schedule uh, until the season starts, and then we'll we'll see how it works out in the season. We may go to one show a week. Um, But I am hoping to finish an episode. I still have some – audio editing to do but i've kind of been procrastinating on i think i'm going to do it tomorrow um a show about like some fandom perspectives uh that i'm gonna put out for july 1st and then really it's for the next two weeks it'll be kind of going through here and and uh, my goal is to write about and research one team a day uh, and hopefully by the time August comes around, when the preseason kicks off, we'll be in pretty good shape as far as far as that goes. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for football. Um, it feels like there's less training camp intrigue than usual this year. I, I put out a tweet about this uh, a little a little bit later with the Browns kind of figuring out their quarterback situation and a the lot Browns? of teams. Did you say the Browns? Figured, yeah, like they already have, or they need they to. Have, because, yeah, like okay. they have, like they have. You make they, me nervous. I, I'm not saying they have, <laughs> but that with the Browns having their QB situation figured out, I don't know. There, I would say there are only two major quarterback, quote unquote, battles that I I think are going on, and that would be Miami and I think the New York Giants. But I I know. Brian, I was talking to, uh, about this on Twitter, Washington Redskins, and he said I was full of BS, but I do want to bring up this Washington Post report. Yeah. Dwayne Haskins was getting 50% of first-team reps in mini camps, and you just you didn't see that with any other rookie, um, I, I th- except for Daniel Jones, I, I just have a sneaking suspicion there's no way Case Keenum starts for the Redskins in week one. I think Haskins is their locked-in week one starter. So I don't really consider that a quarterback battle. I think it's Haskins' job to lose. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. It just feels like there's less intrigue around training camp this year. All right, Maybe Ke- I'm alone in thinking that. Kevin, what's your thoughts on that, the – the 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 idea of Haskins starting day one for the whole season for the Redskins. I mean, I I can see it happening. I don't know if that's really the right move, but the Redskins need to do something. If Alex Smith was still there or came back and he was healthy, I'd be shocked. I'd definitely say that Smith would be the starter. Well, well he's already been rolled out for the year. Um, that's- I figured I'm just saying if he was there, it'd be a different situation, but right. with it being case Keenum, you're not really missing much. You might as well just go with the rookie. In my opinion, Keenum had one good year and that was that. So, I mean, you're, like I said, 
if something unless something happens, I'd be completely shocked if Haskins doesn't start down in uh, Washington. I think he's the only rookie quarterback going to start because they're not going to let Jones start over Eli at least week one. It might happen this year, probably should happen this year, but Manning will be the starting uh, quarterback opening day. I agree, but I still think that's a facet uh, with your Daniel Jones take, but I still think that's something really fascinating to watch because the up until now, there has never been any question that Eli will be the week one starter. And now I think there is a real question. Even Shermer has come out and said there will be a quarterback competition going into week one. So I think it's going to, that's going to be a really interesting kind of training camp preseason battle to watch is between Eli Manning and Daniel Jones. I, I think Daniel Jones, I think you're right. I think Daniel Jones probably starts around week five or six. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Eli, if they would have had a good backup, Eli could have been benched three years ago, well, but they haven't had anyone to come in and take over for him. So I mean, the one guy tried, and he tried with Geno Smith, where I'm a West Virginia guy, but he just never panned out in the NFL. Yeah. So that was just stupid, and I just think that was his way of getting out of that mess quicker than he was going to get out of that mess. And, I mean, because that, that's ended up finally got him fired. So Yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited to see Daniel Jones in the preseason because I, I think – He's one of these guys that coming out of a draft, everyone kind of bagged on that pick, including myself. I don't know that much about Daniel Jones. I didn't know that much about him going up into the draft. I'll be really interesting to see what he looks like on a football field. I think that he is probably, to me, outside of Kyler Murray, the most intriguing rookie to kind of track this preseason. Because I have no idea what he's going to be because – we were told that he wasn't that good coming into the draft, but everything that's come out from the beat reporters in Giants camp is that he's super fun to watch. He's got a good arm and he's really mobile. So I don't know. Uh, he might be good. I, I'm not, I'm not sure. Didn't he lead the NCAA in interceptions last year? I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure. I know he didn't. I know he had some really, really bad games. And like 50%, I think he had under 50% or 50% completion rating. Uh, I don't know. I'm not saying, I'm not going to sit here and rip on that guy. Uh, I do think that he should sit for the whole year. Like currently, now if he comes out and pulls a Baker, and then yeah, play the guy. But unless that happens, I get Eli is done. Like I think we can all agree that he, he needs to be gone. From New York, and I think that their love for him and his two rings are the only reason he's still there. Um, on Kyle Murray, though, Kyle Kyler Murray, I don't care how you say the name, I think the guy's a failure. Uh, and unfortunately, that's what I am watching whoa, is to be proved. What makes you say that? I, I've said it. You, you've, you've, you've been on this show and heard me say this. I think, and that's all I'm watching for is to be proven right all year long that this guy is going to be a mega bust, mega bust like i think uh who's the sky rats quarterback again uh lamar jackson lamar jackson i think lamar jackson's probably a better quarterback in the nfl than kyler murray's gonna be uh all reports say that kyler murray has an incredible arm like patrick mahomes level yeah we'll see i i don't believe it i think it's fake news uh 
I am not on. I've never been on the Kyler Murray bandwagon. More props to him. He got picked number one. He's got himself some guaranteed money. Fairly lucrative. If he's uh, not a gangster, then he should be able to uh, live pretty nicely on his income he's made. Well, here's here's the problem. I don't want you to make any Ross any judgments on Kyler Murray this year because the Cardinals roster is still in tatters. Their offensive line, yes, they got the as I open to their page. Yes, they got um, um as I look. Marcus Marcus Gilbert, that he came from the Steelers, correct? Yeah. Yes, they got Marcus Gilbert, uh, who was good last year. I really like I, I think every Steelers offensive lineman last year was really good. Yeah, I'll say, yeah, he's been pretty solid. Uh, um Marcus Gilbert they added at tackle, but they are uh the the offensive line is still a major, major concern for the for them, and then they, they drafted some good guys. They drafted the uh, the guy from Mass from Massachusetts, Andy Isabella or whatever, and he's got some hype around him. But I I don't know if their wide receiving core is that good, and I don't know if I really buy David Johnson anymore. He I he hasn't been good in three years. Well, was it? But what, okay, so what? Two years ago he was hurt. Last year, I'm you're, the exact same thing you're telling me now. He didn't have nothing around them to help him. Uh, so I, I, I disagree with you a little bit on David Johnson. I'll say, let's see what he is. I will make this year if, you know, if he comes out and has a year like last year, I'm right on board with you. That being said, like, let's not make excuses for Kyler Murray before the year starts. If I mean, Patrick, like, if he's so great, right, then he'll make something happen. I mean, the guy was the number one overall pick. He should be able to make some, but some people better. Like another number one overall pick who might have showed up in another, you know, city uh, in Ohio last year. Uh, but the he, Browns had a good roster uh, around Baker Mayfield. Mayfield made guys like Higgins though step up and become right. But the Browns names. had an offensive line. No, they didn't. Browns still had a horrible offensive line by the end of the year. year. The Browns was fantastic. It was taped no. together, but I think they played yeah. better than they were expected to. I don't think they were fantastic. I don't know that they'll be fantastic this year, but I think overall as a team, Aaron, they're going to be That fantastic. is my biggest concern with the Browns, Pierce, is that offensive line is basically in tatters after getting rid of Zyla. I, would, I wouldn't go that far. I, I would say that I don't think it's any worse off than it was last year. Who are uh, they going to play at tackle? Whoever they need to. Like... <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know, man. Like I think they're fine. They were fine last year. Uh, I could see they Baker kept Baker upright most of the time. They didn't protect their quarterback. They didn't go. Who they did they draft? I don't think they even drafted an offensive lineman. Let's yeah, Google it. Yeah, I think they did. Actually, I think they drafted they a couple. It wasn't like a first or second rounder. But yeah, it was, they like, drafted a it was lineman. like fifth. I'm gonna look it up right now. You need to invest more in protecting Baker, you know? That's he, all I'm saying. But that's why you that's why you have his mobility. <clears throat> I don't know, man. Why? You gotta, I you, feel gotta like... you gotta protect the man that's literally the savior to your franchise. Round six, they tackled Drew Forbes. They drafted tackle Drew Forbes. Oh great. A six round tackle. Let's look at their roster right now. I think you are – I'm not sitting here saying they're going to have the best offensive line in the division, right? Roster. Um, 
But what I am saying is I don't think it's any worse than it was last year. Um, Sorry. And I think with the extra, the new weapons he has, especially you got Hunt when he finally gets off suspension. Um, and Chubbs. And you still got Duke, which I know, you know, there's a little drama with Baker opening his mouth about Duke. I don't know why people were so upset about that. What about your Broncos? Let's get into some Broncos chat. What do they got going on this year? Another rough year for them, it looks like. Uh, Unless suddenly you think respect Joey Flacco is the way to go. I'm talking myself into the Joe Flacco era. I really am. I don't think he played terribly at the start of last year. I think he showed flashes that he can still be a decent quarterback. The problem last year was Case Keenum turned over the ball twice a game, almost every single game. If he just had not turned over the ball, I dare, I I have just a gut feeling the Broncos would have finished with a 500 record. I think if Joe Flacco can do his best to not turn over the ball, score a few points, and let the defense carry them, I think this team's probably between seven and nine wins. I think that's probably where they're at. And maybe they get lucky and get a 10th win and squeak into the playoffs. Highly unlikely, but it could happen. And I don't think there's any way Drew Locke start, starts. Everything out of camp on him has been atrocious. So, once again, John Elway may have screwed up. So, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, they are – I see, I was with you. You had me. I was like, oh, shit, I think I have to agree with uh, good old Eric, my favorite friend of me. And then you said playoffs. Seven and nine, all the sense in the world to me. I could see them being seven and nine because I think Kansas City's going to own that division. They could squeak in at nine and seven or ten and six. They would need, I think, a lot to go their way. What do you think, Kevin? Do you think the Broncos have any chance legitimately of making the playoffs this year? No, did I ever say they would make a playoffs? It's a conversation. I'm just trying to get everyone's input. I said there is a chance. I would say to say the Broncos have no chance to make the playoffs is foolish. Shout out to Brian, who's watching us live. (laughs) Um. I don't really know what to say about the Broncos. Just because that division, you just never – I mean, with Kansas City, you don't know what's going on with Hill. That's kind of, like, disappeared and quieted down quite a bit. So, it'll be interesting to see if he's not there, how uh, Kansas City – or how Mahomes does because, I mean, he'll have Kels or Kelsey, whatever, uh, for a tight end and – Sammy Watkins would be his best wide receiver. I mean, that's not that good of a wide receiver. So as for a number one, um, so I don't know about that. And you just never know what's going on with San Diego. You know, they might actually get some fans down in that small soccer stadium and uh, they might not know what to do with a lot of fans there. So I kind of think that the vision could be wide open. So, yeah, I guess I didn't think about uh, Tyreek. I don't, by the way, I think the four games is a joke. He, the league, the league can't even follow their own rule book. It should be they six. Suspend him indefinitely. No, they six games. The rule six games, sir. No, I didn't I, even know he got a suspension. He hasn't yet. There's more. Uh, it's leaning toward four games. I just think the guy. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't think the Chiefs should keep him. I, I realize that talent wins out in the NFL, but some things are just unforgivable. So yeah, but they cut Hunt. 
<laughs> yeah, and look, I mean, he looks great in brown and orange. Uh, well, we don't know that yet. I, I, so. I just Kareem assuming. Hunt's situation is completely different from Tyree Kills. The Kareem Hunt situation, you could maybe argue that Hunt had some smidge of defending himself. And whatever. let's be honest, he didn't like whack her. He like literally bumped her with his foot. But, Not that I'm saying it was the right thing to do, but it wasn't like ESPN Tyree was saying Kill. he. Tyree Kill, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. Tyree you have no Kill. proof he hit anybody. He just was aggressive on the phone. If you, I mean, I'm just there saying. are literal pictures, Pierce, of him hitting them. Or no, of the bruises left behind. How by do you Tyree prove they Kill. caused him? No. I'm not defending the guy. I'm just saying, like, let's, but you are defending. I'm just Tyree. saying the world we don't live in. Tyree kills bears. I'm uh, ju- I'm just saying the world we live in. It's about what you can prove, not what you know is true. Well, that's how it used to be. Nowadays, you just got to say something, and that's the truth. So, well, yeah, in the NFL, because the NFL. Well, I'm talking about broke... in like general. Just well, like yeah, sure. Going yeah, I on. guess that's true. As soon as you say something, that's the truth. You don't need proof or evidence. That doesn't exist anymore. Did you know? I think we talked about this last time. That's kind of like Ireland's rule, uh, where it was this whole whole Connor deal. Uh, where until like they have evidence, they refuse. They won't say the person's name. Like I think that's something we should take on here. But we're not going to solve world peace today. Um, <laughs> here is so we did have one of our Facebook followers wondering what we thought about the Buccaneers and I'm th- about their offseason moves. And outside of Bruce Arians, what have they done? Anything? Got rid of McCoy. Well, I, yeah, and they brought in someone who I don't know who is as good at that position, but I'm sure Eric yeah. will tell us. I think they are betting really hard on Bruce Arians, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad bet. He has had success with almost every quarterback he has ever coached. If he could somehow unlock Jameis Winston, I think this team could be really good and be a playoff team. Yeah, but in order for him to do that, how do you make Winston stop being a douchebag? I I don't know about that, but I think you can be a douchebag <laughs> off the field and still be a good player on the field. Well, he hasn't figured that part out yet either. <laughs> well, yeah. maybe Arians is the guy to show him that. No, and I think – here's the thing. I think Arians is a great coach. Like, if anyone could turn him around, I think it's Arians. Uh, that being said, like, on the flip side, I just don't know that even Arians could save him because uh, this guy is just a joke, for lack of a better term. I mean, they have a pretty good um, re- receiving core. Obviously, Mike Evans is an all-pro guy, mm-hmm. uh, really good at his job. Chris Godwin was awesome last year um, throughout most of it, uh, especially with Ryan Fitzpatrick. He kind of slowed down a little bit when Winston came in. But if they could get some more chemistry, I think Godwin's a really good player. And uh, they've got – I don't know who they're going to line up in the slot. Slot receiver's a little bit weak for them. It could be Brashad Perriman. It could be um, – it could it could be Justin Watson. I think probably Perriman's the answer. Uh, he, he hasn't been great, but he's been meh, which I guess can help out. And O.J. Howard, you know. Um, coming back from a pretty serious injury, but he looked good before the injury. Although Arians has never really used tight ends a whole lot, so 
that could be a problem. I don't know how the Bucks are going to end up, but I, I think that Arians, if he can unlock Jameis Winston, this team could be very good. And I think the defense, despite getting rid of Gerald McCoy, is a good defense. I think they are a very good defense. I think I do think they have a good defense. I actually agree with you. And so that's like two times today. I think there should be a bell for that. Uh, that being said, I don't think I don't I think they're they're dead in the water in the NFC South. Uh, the Saints are going to be the Saints. Hopefully, the Falcons bounce back, right, Chris? If you're out there listening, what the hell happened to the Falcons? Uh, and even uh, well, they got hurt last year. Sure. Uh, to answer your question, they got hurt. I think they. I think people are sleeping on the Falcons. I think the Falcons could be. I would not be shocked if the Falcons somehow put up 12 or 13 wins. And that's the thing with the Falcons, right? That's always possible. That's what's weird about them. They're either super hot or super cold. There's not really like a lukewarm with the Falcons. Uh, and then you have Carolina and what the, and the, what happens with uh, uh, that quarterback, <laughs> Cammy Newton. Do you guys, by the way, did you guys see that on Twitter where he offered yeah. someone 1500 bucks? <laughs> For a little extra leg room, they'd straight turned him down. Yeah, that's pretty funny. That's how you know. I wouldn't give it up. <laughs> hey, in my current financial situation, I couldn't move fast enough. Like Audi 5000, enjoy your seat. Ten hours. How's job search going, Pierce? I guess we haven't talked in a while. <sighs> well, I mean, technically, terribly. Oh, uh, I thought you got a job. I got, I see we're live right now. Uh, I have, I have income. I don't know if I would call it a job. Well, I guess it is a job, but not one that I'm proud of or uh, does me any good or pays more than unemployment. But Hey, I cover my unemployment. I cover my bills, but uh, I don't have any like outlook for happiness in life in this position. So, oh, yeah. but I do have an interview tomorrow. So hopefully that goes in a good direction. Yeah, better. Alrighty, man. That was I can't. A depressing note. Sorry about that. Up. I can't. I can't be a big time producer like you, sir, in the world. But I'm. I'm trying. I'm trying to get better. I'm not good enough. Oh, hold up. Hey, do you, do you see? Uh, one of our followers says. Uh oh. I may have to dip here really quick. That would be pretty uh, standard operating procedure for Eric Jensen. <laughs> I got to go give my little brother a ride to a friend's house. Tell him to take the bus. It's Sunday night. Okay, tell him to walk. Look no. at him. Send him a picture of me and say, if you don't walk to your friends, this is what you're going to look like <laughs> in 20 years. Yeah, I guess that's true. Well, hey, man, thanks a lot for having me on. I had a ton of fun talking some football. Yeah. When, when's North and Inches officially start? That's a great question. So I t you hooked us up with a Ravens fan who can't come on every week. So really I'm just trying oh, to – get in contact with Oh, him? yeah. Yeah, I've already been okay, talking good. to him. Sky Rats fans are pretty sensible people. Uh, and I think I even called them the Sky Rats in our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm looking for – so that's a good thing. And – for you all out there and uh i'm gonna get into something brian said outside of now we know what magazine to blame for all his lame takes in reference to <laughs> eric's thing but no uh we are looking I have good takes. I have we fire. are we are looking for a Bengals fan and a ravens fan uh to come on every week i want somebody who could bring some passion for those teams so because we are definitely going to have a more focused 
uh, podcast moving forward on the North and Inches. Uh, and that's kind of what's holding that up is I really want to lock people in before I get started or at least have a few weeks planned out uh, where I have people before I get locked in. But, Eric, you can go ahead and bounce off. Uh, happy okay. to have you back Thank- on any time. Thanks again so much for having me. Sorry I couldn't stay longer, but hey, we got a good we got a good hour of podcasting it. Yeah, thirty seven minutes, an hour. I mean, whatever you want to say. <laughs> All right. See All right, man. sir. See you later. See you later. All, All right, right, Kevin. So Brian says something I found interesting. He says that uh people accused uh the guy who turned down Newton of being racist for not moving. No, that's a bit much, right? Like it is, but a, I mean that's the world we live in nowadays. So sad. So <laughs> oh, I know. Sad. I agree with you. I hadn't read anything about that, but just, the bad thing is that I was looking for it because that's just like I said, that's what we live in nowadays. And it's like, hey, that guy wants to be comfortable for ten hours. Maybe Newton should have done his job and got his ticket early enough and got the right ticket. But just because you turn down money, you know, that's just doesn't make him racist. Shit, I, like I said. I would turn if I had a ten-hour flight and I had a seat with leg room and someone I don't care who you were came up and was like, "Hey, I'll give you this for that." It ain't happening. Now maybe like Scarlett Johansson or something might make me think about it, but yeah, I don't. If you're just a tall guy, I don't care who you are. Like, I'm gonna be comfortable for ten hours. No, I'm taking the money. I love money too much. <laughs> I'm taking it all day, every day. Just, and if it was Cam Newton and me, I'd just tell him no because I think he's a douche too. <laughs> the only but, guy I'm turning around, turning down is Big Ben. <laughs> That's the only guy I'm turning down. Uh huh. <clears throat> I can make jokes, but I'm not going. Yeah, why not? Since when? At all? Because we're alive. You don't want to like get in trouble. I get it. No, 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 no. So Brian's saying I'm gonna hit Brian, man. Uh, no way he had that money on him, and that, and when I bet when the plane lands, he only gives an autograph and dips. I disagree. I think Cam Newton's got fifteen hundred bucks cash on him. Well, see, that's the thing. If that's if that's gonna be how it works, I need it in my hand. If I'm gonna take it, I need the money in hand, or else I'm not getting up. Just oh, so that doesn't happen. Oh yeah, I'm not moving until I have cash in my hand. There's no way in hell, because in that case, Brian probably is right. He's probably like, oh. Or all of a sudden you lose him in baggage claim or some crap like that. <laughs> and let's be honest, Cam's outrunning me. <laughs> Even in my yeah. peak physical condition of my life, Cam's outrunning me. So I'm having cash in hand before I get off. I I might try to negotiate. Like, all right, just give me two two grand. Or give me tickets because – or give me 1500 in a ticket-setting game I want to go to. Because here's the deal. People are recording it, so you got the – you got it out there, and worst case, if he turns you down for the tickets, then you just obliterate him on social media and make him look like a douche. Mm-hmm. So you really can't lose. Yeah, and if, I mean, and if you got to think, if he's trying to outrun you, if you happen to have a spare football around, just kind of drop the football on the ground by him because he's going to stop. He's not going to die for it or anything. So that's to slow him down enough because he'll have to sit there and look at it and contemplate whether or not he wants to try to pick it up so why does everyone give cam so much i don't like the panthers and i don't necessarily like cam newton but i feel like he is a legit superstar when he's healthy yeah but he's still a douche well sure but he's not like here this is a difference from our our good friend down in tampa right cam's a douche 
but he can game. He's got game, and he yeah, he can I, win, and he balls when it's he tries to win. Like his, I feel like his efforts always there. That guy's played injured. That guy's played with some serious injuries and tried to power through. <laughs> Cam's biggest mistake on the plane was that hat and shirt. Yeah, his fashion choices are horrible too. So yeah, I agree with that. Oh, uh, breaking news by the way here on NBA front, Al Horford just signed a four year hundred nine million dollar deal with the seventy sixers after turning down opting out of his Celtics deal. I know it's a little off topic, wow. but I want to hit the hard stuff while they're happening. Yeah, because they were expecting him they were talking like he was gonna sign a long term deal with the Celtics. They were supposed to be working out a money deal with him. No, well, not now. He's a seven. They're falling apart because they lost that Rozier or how, how do you say his name? He signed away earlier. Terry too. Rozier. Yeah. Yeah, he left. So now Hartford, now Kyrie left. And I saw that uh, the Heat are finalizing a deal and they're going to trade and sign for Jimmy Butler. Are they are? Yeah. Oh, okay. I got an ESPN breaking news on that one. Look at that. This that's what you get on this show, guys. Not only breaking news, but breaking news. I do need to find a Bengals fan. Seriously, guys. Find me a Bengals fan, another Sky Rats fan. I need to get all four. It is important. So that's to what me. your so what's your game that's what your game plan is for the new Oh yeah, I guess I should tell you these things, huh? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, I'm sorry, man. Like honestly I'm sure you are. No, I really am. Like I was talking to Kim about it. it's funny, I actually talked to Kim and I was talking to my friend Nikki about it today. Uh just about how like you know, the broken mental stuff. Like like I won a podcast, but then I didn't have a computer I, right after our last podcast, I had to get rid of my computer. And so then I, like, oh, now I don't have anything to podcast on. And that, that sucked. So now that I, like, finally have a computer again, it's just a whole, like, circle thing. Anyways, long story short, uh, which, no, it's not. Um, that's my plan. I want to get, because here's the deal. You can go to End Zone Podcast or 700 other podcasts and get the whole NFL, right? And all other things related to sports. Uh, I want to be like a little specific to something that I can be passionate about. And I think that's going to be the AFC North and it allows us to be a little more detailed. I said, we're still going to hit big stories, like things that jump out at us. We're going to hit them. That's not going to go away. I just don't, we're not going to just cover every little thing or every game in the league because it doesn't interest me and it's hard for me to follow and keep up. Uh, and so where you are a Steelers fan, I'll expect you to bring like what's going on with the Steelers, moves, uh, anything interesting, things like that. Obviously, I'm gonna be got the Browns end locked in. I want a Bengals fan and a Brown, uh, Sky Rats fan, and I and I want some people who aren't afraid to like give it to each other. Like we kind of give each other shit all the time. Like I want it to be fun and ex- like and have that feel of like we all dislike each other's teams, and that's okay. And we'll focus now, that's on something we need. Do we need those other two, like you know, Bengals fans and a Ravens fan every week? Or no, I mean, that's a good if question. Gary comes back. What's going on? What's going? You know, how's that affect everything? I haven't figured that out. See, you're asking a lot of questions I haven't thought about. Uh, yeah, because you know, I hope, dude, we need to get Gary back at least one more show, one more time, so we could like, if he can't do it all the time, just one for like a send off. So I could like unload everything, make everybody feel so uncomfortable, <laughs> and you know, you know, we we got to do it right if he's not going to do, you know, not be able to do it anymore. Matt, we got somebody's going to look in Arizona for us for a Bengals fan. No, Gary says he's going to come back on. He's actually 
that TikTok app. Uh, okay. He's been doing a lot of stuff on that, and says he's got like fifteen thousand followers and like one hundred and fifty thousand downloads or something reviews. Really? Well, yeah, yeah. So, and I've watched a few of them. They're actually kind of entertaining. I'm going to be completely honest. I've watched them. They're like all this TikTok things, like a thirty second clip. So, mm-hmm. Gary, if you're out there, I'm going to send a little message here. Actually, uh, I don't really know what it is. Like, I don't understand the purpose. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. But, I've heard of it, but I've never got on or used it or any of that. But the stuff he does, right? I've watched a couple. They're fun. They're entertaining. I just don't know the purpose, and it sounds like he's in a creative circle there, so it's working for him. But he did hit me up and say he wanted to come back on. Not he. It won't be a full time thing. It'll kind of be a hit and miss deal here and there. But we don't. I don't know that we need him every week, and that's a good question. You know, I'll take your opinion on that. I just I want that vibe. I want that AFC North vibe. I want people to someone to come because I can look up the data, but I want somebody with some like. Like how I'm passionate about the Browns, how mm-hmm. you're passionate about the Steelers. I want someone to come with that and someone to tell me, like, especially like when we're playing each other, I want those conversations about why one other person's team's gonna beat the other. Like I want that. I think it'll be good. I think yeah. it'll be fun. Uh and I know there are people out there to do it. I just I don't have that big of a reach yet. And I don't know I'm looking. I'm reaching out. I've sent I've sent on Twitter. I'm reaching out on Facebook. I'm trying to get those, but I think it would be fun. Do I think we need them? Here's the deal. At the end of the day, if we don't have them, we're going to do the show. Mm-hmm. It's happening. So, uh, but I would like, yes, I would like them every week. And if Gary jumps in, then fine. Then he's just an added conversation, and we're, you know, and we'll make it work. But I yeah. think I think it would be fun. I mean, what do you think? I guess I should ask your opinion. I mean, in the end, it still comes down to whatever you want. I've always said that from day one. I roll. You know, I roll with the punches. Yeah, but I, I, I but, mean, um, out of all, but I know it's like, it's fun when we've had, you know, Brian's been on and Eric's been on because it's different takes on different teams and just different takes, period, on just football or whatever's going on. But I think out of the ones that we've had the most, Gary was definitely the one. I thought we all worked really well together, but especially by the end, we had it down pretty good. You know, we didn't really step over each other trying to, everyone talk at once because we still have that problems when we have other people on. But I think but like, I, mean, I think with Brian, it's getting better. Like, I think we've got mm-hmm. a pretty decent smooth role with Brian and, and that's, yeah. and it took some time. Yeah. And that was the same thing with Gary, you know, at first we were always jumping over each other. Then finally we just started working. I, like I said, we worked really good together. The shows were always entertaining and <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. Hello? Entertaining the way you just totally you just totally missed like the last ten seconds. Oh, sorry, I just saw that my internet was screwing up. Um a joke. Oh no text going on. Anyways, what were but, you saying? Uh, um with uh <clears throat> when Gary was on, when I go on to one of my odd stories or rants about something you know it was always one of those it was weird but just the way he handled it because me and you were used to each other doing weird talking about weird crap yeah so it wasn't nothing big for either one of us but you know after like the first time with gary and the one subject that i was talking about like after that it just seemed like it was pretty entertaining because he would his laughs and comments he would make to go along with it it always seemed to work out real good so and that's why I just miss them. 
And no, <laughs> oh, I missed him too. I told, I reached out to him before before I made the final decision because I was. It was not an easy decision, and I know you kind of go with the flow, and I try to get your input because I do appreciate yeah. it and I want it and I value it. Uh, and you you know give me a lot of latitude with the shit I talk about on here, but like I just felt like. You can get everything in so many places. Yeah. And so it was like, what is the point? Yeah, we have our own perspective, but I, I don't know. I just feel like you could get it anywhere, like anywhere. Where I think if we we're a little more focused on one thing, it could be tighter. It could be better. And that doesn't mean like we can't occasionally just have a, like a random bullshit show like this where we're just off in the woods somewhere talking about random shit. Um, and so that's not like an impossibility, but like – the week to week, like the whatever day we set that week to week show to be on, like that will be, and maybe we'll just do like a, a random extra show or like, I don't know how it'll work out, but the majority of the time, I think, dude, first off, you know me, like shit goes off the rails and I just let it go anyways. Yeah. So well, I, I know. So I, and that's why I like our base because truthfully, I like this format better that we've had for the past year where we talk everything, you know, obviously during football season or any big major part of football year, it's always our teams. And then we'll dabble with basketball, hockey, baseball, whatever. We throw a little what bit is of hockey? in there. Huh? What is hockey? I've heard about this sport. <laughs> uh-huh. I know. So basically I talk about hockey here and there, yeah. but, um, but I don't know. I just like, but it's like, I understand why you want to go to the more Northeast or the North based like i understand it so that i'm fine with that but i've always liked the more of a we can just talk about whatever here's the thing and those things are gonna come up like i'm not gonna like eliminate like i'm not gonna like you're not gonna bring up some stuff right i'm not just gonna fuck come on kevin seriously (laughs) because here's the deal my guess is if we get those other guys well i will get those other guys because i'm gonna like i'm already like i'm hitting the ground hard here i'm asking all my friends on both my twitter pages um we're gonna get those guys and my guess is, like, they're going to have opinions too when random shit like that pops up. Like, I just, like, I feel like I don't want to, like, because I see exactly what you're saying. I don't want to come off like this is 100% all we're ever going to talk about. I just think yeah. it's good to have, like, a focus. And then if some other, like, outside stuff comes off the tracks occasionally, then we'll go with it. And, like, we just, I don't want it just to be completely random. I want people to know when they download the podcast, they're going to get a lot, if not all, Right, they're gonna get a lot of AFC North stuff. Yeah, and that's what the focus is gonna be. And that doesn't mean like we're still not gonna hit stuff that we want to talk about or things that pop up. I don't want you to think that because I'm yeah. not capable of staying that good on the tracks. Oh, I know. I'm not <laughs> mentally capable for that to happen. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna be banking on it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's absolutely gonna happen. Uh, I'm trying but, to. That's like my thing. <laughs> you know, we're sitting there talking about. We got two guys. We got a Ravens fan. We got a uh, Bengals fan, and we're all going on whatever. And all of a sudden, it's just like, "Hey, what's going on?" Be like, "So, when's that fucking wall coming?" You know, it could just it could change the whole thing. And I don't know if a Ravens fan and a Bengals fan are going to be able to handle. Where Gary would just laugh and go, "Be like, interesting." That's true. (laughs) Yeah. See, that's true. I feel you. That's difficult. and my big thing is going to be like when we try to figure out the time because that's going to be that's the only thing I'm worried about for my end is yeah, because you know we have a the baby dish. is going to be here in a month and I don't know how hard and how easy it's going to be to sneak away to try to do 
an hour podcast or something. That's the only thing I'm worried about on my side is how I'll be how it's going to affect how I'm going to be. I think. I think at first it's we're going to have some difficulties. You'll be doing your adjustment, but I feel like at some point, like life goes on, and you figure out how to do shit you want to do. Like, (laughs) I don't think it's impossible. I just do think it'll probably be like it'll be a headache, or it'll be like, hey, we got to change it this time, or maybe do it on this day, and so be it. I'll be in the middle of a show. You'll have a baby cry and be like, oh, got to go. That's all right. I'm all down for babies crying. Bring Winnie in, (laughs) mess the show up a little bit, whatever. Let's just get crazy. Uh, Have I you guys thought about any games you're going to this year? Uh, for like Steelers? Yeah. Yeah, I ain't gonna. No. I ain't got the money. That's true. You do got a new new wife. Yeah, form. and with the daycare for uh, another kid, yeah, that takes away a lot of that. That's the main reason why I'm changing my internet and cable and all that stuff because can't afford to pay for all that right now. So. So it's like I got Netflix and Amazon Prime. I'm going to do that one thing I was telling you about. And when I change my internet, it'll be like a $70 bill a month compared to a $230 bill a month. Speaking of Netflix, have you watched, there's a, there's a four-part series called, I think, When They See Us. I think that's what it's called. I hey. want to watch it. I haven't watched it. It's about the Central Park Five or whatever, yeah. right? Kim I want to watch it. haven't got to yet. Kim and I binged it. I watched the first episode because I didn't think she'd like to watch it because Kim, she's kind of like anything that's like uh, con- what's it, like conflict, like mm-hmm. like if, you know, she doesn't like conflict in conversations and whatever. So I didn't think she'd get into it, but then she heard about it and she's like, well, I want to check it out. So I watched, ended up binge watching it with her over like a two day period. And I was, I was so pissed off by the time I was done watching it. Because it was so dirty how they did these kids and took these oh, yeah. kids' lives away from them uh, just so they could get, you know, say they had a guilt, somebody, you know, that somebody's paying for these crimes. And there's yeah. never, like, you. I highly recommend watching that show. It is compelling. It <clears throat> makes your, like, feelings work. Uh, but I left it. I was pissed. I remember telling Kim that when it was over, I'm like, I'm, like, really pissed off right now. Like, I want to go punch that lady right in her tit. Like, yeah, I uh, I haven't watched it, but I've listened to a couple of different podcasts about it, so I know the gist about it. But yeah, I definitely want to watch that to find out more. Yeah, great show. And then did you hear that there's only going to be one more season of The Ranch? Twenty more yeah, episodes. I knew that. Sadness. I hope yeah, because that... they should be having the new season should be coming out soon. I thought it was later this year. Still, I mean, well, because they always the last couple years because they do it in two halves because it's. 10 and 10 yeah and it's been either june or july and then december is always the second part of it shout out to everybody watching us on facebook live and twitter which i haven't really been checking on so well today no uh yeah i just hope they bring rooster back they gotta bring rooster back like i love dax shepherd another good podcast by the way if you don't uh if you haven't checked this podcast out yet good 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 interviewer um but he, I liked him on the ranch, but I think I like Rooster. You need Rooster to finish it off. Yeah. Just let it happen. Bring me some Rooster. Uh, I'm sad that show is going away, but I'm also kind of happy because, like, on some level, I don't want them to out, like, just get yeah. old and boring. Where now they're going to leave. We'll get 20 cool episodes, and they'll go out, and hopefully we'll all be wanting more. Uh, 
I just hate right now. I'm saying goodbye to shows I love, like Big Bang Theory's over now. Yeah. Do you guys? Were you guys into the Big Big Bang Theory? Oh yeah. Yeah, we watched it. Even Wendy likes watching that show. Did you watch Young Sheldon? I haven't got quite into that one yet. I never got into that one. Miranda watches it though. I kind of want to watch it because I hear it's pretty decent, but she said it's good. I just there's I got so much stuff that I try to watch and try to get caught up on, and then now with like. Netflix shows and Amazon Prime shows. It's just like, I don't have enough time. <laughs> oh, yeah, I still up. haven't watched Sneaky Pete season two or three. Uh, season two, I saw. I haven't watched season three yet. And just like I haven't watched season three of uh, The Man in the High Tower yet. And they're only doing, I think, one more year of that. I think they're only on four seasons of that show. And I really like that. And I know the idea behind it's pretty cool, I think. I'm going to check it out because I know you've said that quite a bit. The same thing, though. Like, I've got so much. Like, Suits is coming back on for its last season soon. And I like watching shit. Like, I love watching The Prophet with Marcus Lemonis. Might be the best show on TV. It's on CNBC. If you ain't watched The Prophet, you're missing out. It's a great show. Uh, I've never even heard of it. Oh, it's phenomenal. Basically, what this guy does, he goes invest in failing businesses, but he, like, takes over, like, full control. And he's not even a douche about it. Like, he's a pretty fair guy, so it's not like some douche just walking around all day. Uh, but it's it's compelling. I like it. And then, obviously, wrestling, for all you people out there about to give me some shit, I don't give a fuck. Uh, I understand WWE is terrible, but if you watched last night and a month ago and been paying attention, AEW is about to come live, and they put on two amazing shows, and, like, people who I have no clue because they've been, like, these indie wrestlers – on these shows are just knocking it out of the park with great shows. Cody Rhodes is a pimp. Uh, Dean Ambrose, better known as John Moxley now, superstar. AEW is the truth. It's like a flashback to 90s wrestling, late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, if you like the Attitude Era, watch AEW. You'll be back. Listen, I've heard that from a couple people about that uh, organization. I'm telling you, you man, know, listen. I take shit all the time because I still love my wrestling. I still watch Raw. I still watch SmackDown. And I and my wife, Kim, watches them with me. And it's funny because, like, I'm giving her an education on what wrestling used to be and, like, how storylines used to be cool and fun. And uh-huh. now they're just fucking lame. So, like, that's what we do Monday and Tuesday night. I just watch. I fast forward through Raw and SmackDown and tell her why it's lame. But I'm telling you, AEW, I've watched their last two shows now. And, uh. They were phenomenal. And then they got uh, Fight for the Fallen coming uh, in two weeks in Jacksonville, which will be – actually, that one's kind of cool because it's like a benefit uh, for when they had that Madden shooting and that Madden tournament. So all the proceeds are going to go to the victims of that. So I think that's kind of cool. Uh, but And then they have their next big pay-per-view in Chicago, which everyone thinks CM Punk is going to come back for that show. But I've actually you, heard rumors about that too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like they are like make like making huge splashes, and I'm see so you got stoked. that. I got the UFC. We're finally getting to the two big cards coming up. Got John Jones fighting next Saturday, which I'm not a John Jones fan. I always hope that he loses, but I don't see him losing. But uh, the big fight for me on that, well, Ben Askren, I really like him. He's on that card, and uh, oh crap, I can't remember the female champion's name. Oh, Amanda Nunez. She's defending her title against Holly Holm, and she's like the baddest woman fighter ever. And uh, better than Ronda or Prime. Yeah, 
I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm I know nothing about. Fighting. Here's the problem with Ronda, where a lot of people don't really realize, especially if you don't follow UFC, you just hear, you know, she has the title, she had it for so long, didn't lose, blah blah blah. They didn't have the competition that they did, they do now. Then, she was the best fighter that they had with the people they had, and if you watched it, you can see that she wasn't, you know, she wasn't that good. She was good, but she wasn't as great of a fighter as everyone thought. Okay. She's awesome if she goes to the ground. Her ju- uh, judo and jujitsu, all that stuff's awesome. But she kept hearing people were saying, well, that's all she can do. She can't stand and fight. So she started standing and she would fight with people. And she knocked some people out, but they were not good. And when she fought Holly Holm, Holly Holm was a boxing champion, a kickboxing champion. Like, she was a real full package fighter where Ronda wasn't. Ronda was a ground fighter and uh, Holly Holm knocked her out. And so it's like, that's what happens when they finally started. That's when they started getting good. Cause Misha Tate wasn't bad, but she wasn't as good as Ronda Rousey. But for what they had, she was definitely the number two fighter at the time. And then, like I said, Holly Holmes comes in, Holly Holmes knocks out Ronda Rousey. She loses her mind. She doesn't know what to do because she's lost and wants to kill herself and all that pity party bull crap because she can't handle it because she was built up so high that she was the greatest thing ever. And then Amanda Nunez comes in, fucks everybody up, takes on Ronda Rousey, which was stupid, but Rousey took that year off, comes in to take Amanda Nunez on for the title. And they should have gave her a tune-up fight, but they gave her the title fight right off the bat and Nunez beat the hell out of her in the 45 seconds they allowed her to <laughs> before they stopped it. Cause she got knocked out and that's when she went to WWE. But which, then, which, which worked out well for her. Like, Oh yeah. Cause now she's in a thing where, and that's the thing. Cause she's been on, she was undefeated until she lost right before at well, before she lost the WrestleMania. Right. If so, I remember right from what someone told me, say it one more time. Sorry. She was undefeated until she lost at WrestleMania this past year, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't think she'd been pinned. And so that's been that was always my big thing. How was she gonna do in a thing where you gotta lose? Because you can't go undefeated the whole time in wrestling. You just can't. Yeah. I mean, and she did pretty good. So, but she got hurt and she was gonna be off for a couple of months, right? She got hurt during that match. Oh, so I mean that could have changed it right there. But, but like anyway. But she was always gonna lose. Like Becky Lynch, who by the way and then I'll get back to it, but Becky Lynch is the biggest star in pro wrestling right now, period, men or women. But yeah. it, she won, and so Ronda was always going to lose. I think she's fine with it. And plus, she was going to leave anyways to try to have a kid. That's why she's not there yeah. now. Okay. And uh, so there's that. And then what was it? Oh, and then Chris Cyborg, she came from Strike Force and from, I think she fought Bellator for a little bit because she's a weight class above Ronda, but that was always the fight everyone wanted to see. I didn't, but that's what UFC and all those people were talking because they wanted cyborg was a badass. Ronda was supposedly a badass, but Ronda wouldn't go up to fight her because she was the champ. So she had to come down to her Well, she was having trouble losing weight. Cause I mean, when you take steroids for all those years, it makes it hard, not for Rousey for cyborg. Yeah. Cause if you look at her, well, for one, she's failed like two or three drug, uh, steroid test and she just kind of looks like a guy so um <laughs> amanda nunez went up to fight her for her belt 
for Chris Cyborg's belt, yeah. and everyone thought Cyborg was going to beat her, and she beat the shit out of her in like two minutes and knocked her out, and now she's done. And there's been rumors about her trying to go to WWE. So Amanda Nunez is like the real badass superstar of freaking UFC women's fighting. Yeah, I've heard Nunez might end up in AEW because WWE doesn't want her for whatever rhyme or reason. It's probably like they want to keep Ronda happy type deal. Probably. But I've also heard that's been a big rumor why Cyborg's having trouble because she wants to go to WWE and her and Ronda, they never fought, but they don't like each other. Well, sometimes, like, a better fighter or not, Ronda's got the name uh, that makes the money right now. Uh, yeah. Still. Uh, anyways, for right now. So this Jones guy, he's the, he's the dude that kept getting suspended, isn't he? Yes. So, like, that's my only issue. Like, again, I don't know anything. I'm not going to even pretend to know anything about fighting. I just hear what I get from you guys and other fight f- friends I have. But it seems like every time this dude wins a fight, he fails a piss test. For the last, like, five years. There's oh, that's been it. That's, yeah. It's the last five years. But they said that's the thing. The UFC is just like any other organization. He's your name. He's your moneymaker. You're going to do whatever you can to make sure he gets back in that ring. So he, I mean, and he does it. He's dumb because he does it, the steroids. But then he's smart because he has the people with him where he gets popped for a steroid test. And it's like, well, he had traces of whatever this drug is. And then they're like, Oh well, that wasn't steroids. He was taking some Mexican brand of Cialis, and that's where it came from. And then they do their research, and it's like, hey, he was right. <laughs> and they're what? like, well, you're only thirty or whatever. Why are you using Cialis? He's like, oh, well, I've had a coke problem for the last ten years. I have problems with my dick, and I like to party. So he always got something. So I mean, they're smart on that part, but he still has to serve a year, two year suspension. Why? Why not just legalize everything? Like, why drug test at all? Like, if everyone's... Because here's the deal. If, if steroids are illegal across the board, then they're going to, like, everyone's going to do them. So why not just let them do them? Because that's what their problem used to be whenever they couldn't get on. Because <clears throat> that's... When UFC first started, that was the one of their big things was because a lot of people were against it. And even John McCain said all it was was basically human cockfighting. And that's what it was because there was like when it first started, there was hardly any rules. There was really no weight classes. And most states had it banned where you couldn't even go. So there was only a handful of places they can go. And surprisingly, outside of Vegas, I think like Denver and Utah. And there was like one or two other states that they were actually able to go to the whole event. So you would have there, like I said, there was no weight classes. So you could end up and they would have tournaments all the time. So you were fighting multiple times in one night to win. Cause like, uh, uh, UFC one was won by Hendo Gracie. There's one by Gracie. There's so many of them. I can't remember for sure if it was Hendo or not. And so he won three fights, I think. And he ended up fighting a heavyweight to win it. And this is, we're talking like a lightweight, middleweight, or middleweight, welterweight, weight guy. <laughs> so yeah, so you got too like many weight 175 classes. Already lost, to 185 taken on a 260. You already lost me with all these. Uh... Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a pain, so I'm sorry. But after that, they realized they were never going to make money unless they started sanctioning and making rules. So then they started outlawing certain moves. They got the weight classes. And then, of course, like, they were good for a while, but then everyone's like, well, 
this guy looked like Kenny Lofton in the original, you know, Kenny Lofton. <laughs> and then it's like, now he looks like Barry Bonds. So what's going on? So that's when they started doing like the steroids testing. And, and they, uh, for the longest time, they had like a shoddy steroid testing system. And then now they got like a really good one. So it's just things you got to do to make it where you can sell your company for $4 billion. Yeah, that worked out well for somebody. I could use $4 billion. Mm-hmm. So, and like now they got the ESPN deal, which is what they always wanted. But I think it's horrible because majority of their crap is on ESPN Plus. So then it's like you got to pay extra for ESPN Plus. Everything's this pay and stream and yeah. crap. Well, ESPN, if and you notice, crazy. if you notice ESPN's going like oh, anything worthwhile on ESPN, they're putting it behind that ESPN Plus paywall. So I don't yeah. even really go to ESPN anymore. Yeah, I don't watch it that much anymore because like last night's UFC was actually on ESPN. So like once every three months, they'll throw you a, Hey, here's a card and we'll give you one good fight out of 10 and the rest will just be shitty fights. And then on top of that, if you want a pay-per-view, you have to, it's strictly through ESPN plus. You can't just go on pay-per-view in order a freaking uh, UFC pay-per-view. You got to have ESPN plus. So you're paying five bucks a month for that. And then you got to pay the 60 bucks or 65 bucks for, the UFC pay-per-view on ESPN plus. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be doing that at all. I'm not going to, it's crazy. I'm never... And it's like, it's, that's a, and the thing with ESPN plus is like, you got to use your computer or whatnot. Cause I don't got a smart TV, so I can't watch it on my TV. And it's like, I, if I want to pay 70 bucks to watch UFC pay-per-view, I want to watch it on my TV. I want to sit at a computer and watch it Oh, I feel because like... what is it? Next month, August, Stipe, Cleveland, uh, the Cleveland guy, he's fighting for his title, trying to get his title back against Cormier because the whole Brock Lesnar-Cormier fight fell through because Brock decided to stay in UFC. I mean, stay in WWE. I think he was – here's the thing. It's funny about that. I think he was always staying in WWE. I just think he used the UFC to get a pay bump. Probably. I mean, he would have to clean his system out so much to get all those steroids out. So he Yeah, but fight. I thought the word was he had been doing like the drug testing like the last six months. That's what I heard because he had to get back into it because he got a suspension from his last UFC fight. The thing is, hey, by the way, Brock Lesnar's killing wrestling. Uh, but, yeah, I think he just used that as a pay bump. Uh, Probably because, I mean, he's making a ton of money anyways. But, yeah, that definitely helps whenever he's one of your big names and he's trying to go back to UFC. But I think in the end, I think it was good for the UFC that he stayed because for him to get a title fight – Cormier is a heck of a fighter. He's a heck of a wrestler. And I think he's a better wrestler, like actual wrestler, than uh, Brock is. Well, you know, Brock's won like two national titles. Yeah, well, I I don't remember if he's won a national title or not, but he made the Olympic team twice. And uh, so Cormier is a heck of a a wrestler. But the bad thing with that is, is he's so much shorter than Brock. And if Brock who if he fights someone that's good at stand-up, he's not the greatest because he can't take shots. Yeah. But all you have to do is get Cormier on the ground, and if he's on top of him, that's how he won majority of his fights. doesn't matter how good of a wrestler you are. If someone's 100 pounds more than you laying on top of you, you're not getting out. And if he would have came back and like won the- Like Big Ben with some girl in the bathroom, for instance. Uh-huh. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. But, um, but yeah, if Brock would have came back and beat 
Cormier, then UFC would be turning into even more of a freak show than it already is. Yeah, but that would be awesome. I would probably be more point because then he would turn around and lose to someone that he shouldn't have lost to, just like the last time. I'm gonna make it my goal to actually try to watch some UFC and understand what the hell is going on. My I like my little brother Mikey watches it intently, like he's all over it, knows what the hell's going on. Yeah, I have no clue, zero zero clue. I was the same way as you for the longest time because I was real big into wrestling, and I'm like, wrestling's fake. This is fake. I'm not going to get into it. My buddy kept bugging me and he's like, dude, just come over and watch a pay-per-view. And I've been hooked ever since. Cause I'm like, shit, they're not using chairs. They're just really beating the shit out of each other with their hands. So, <laughs> so, and I mean, I got Miranda hooked on it. So shit, even Winnie likes watching it. Yeah. Well, Winnie's, she likes violence. I, by the way, I seen her little face when you took her iPad away. Price. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm messaging Gary. I'm trying to learn about TikTok. This is what I do. I multitask people. And, uh-huh. and I'm just glad the software hasn't failed me today. That That is a baby Jesus miracle in itself. Yeah. Until I get, like, uh, uh, Brian or someone back on here and their internet's not great. I wonder if that's what it is. If, like, if someone has shitty internet, it just mm-hmm. screws our whole thing up. Because I know I'm running gig speed. I don't know what you're running, but... Like, usually when it's just me and you, I don't have any issues or very few issues. Yeah, it's usually mine when my internet comes unstable. Like, I'll come across my computer and be like, "It's on your internet connection's unstable because yeah. I'm doing uh, Wi-Fi or whatever. But, like I said, here really soon, that's all going to be changed, so. Uh, yeah, no, that's cool. Are you getting, are you going, like, gig speed, or what are you doing? Um, I have no idea. All I know is... I'm going to go, I think right now my internet's like 100 megabytes or whatever it is. I'm going to go up to 200. And then, like I said, it's going to be right here by it. So it's not going to have to go through the walls and I could just wire it into my laptop. Yeah, that'd be way better. I do want to send a shout out, by the way, by our good old friend, our original co-host, uh, Matt Mondragon is officially a correctionals officer in Arizona. Passed his test. He's working down at the jail in, I think, Tucson or wherever the jail is down there. Uh, but he's an officially a correctional officer now down in Arizona. So watch out uh, for your rights to be taken away from Matt Mondragon soon. Uh, and you to be treated like a like you're not a human being because that's what cops do. Um, anyways, before we wrap up here, you got anything else you want to hit on before we close this thing down? I got to go eat some food. My belly is hungry. I, I did uh, it. By the way, I, I'm in a weight loss bet starting today. I was uh, supposed to start today. I need to, I'm supposed to lose 100 pounds by the time I leave for Ohio. Not for Ohio. For New York. For the uh, Building Bridges World Tour. Okay. And I forgot it was supposed to start today. And so today it was not a good day. Uh, so the poundage is definitely going up today for what I need to lose. <laughs> but 100 pounds in 75 days basically was the deal. And we'll you're see not how allowed it goes. to go or what? What's that? Or you're not allowed to go? No, I'm going no matter what. Tickets are bought, dude. The building Okay. Pff, yeah, the building bridges tour is is going a lot hard in New York in the in the probably the angry capital of the world. I'm going to build some bridges. The Browns are going to get a win. But uh yeah, I got to lose 100 pounds is the goal. And then I, uh, and then tomorrow, like tomorrow, I got bar poker, 
at my buddy's place. Uh, he's got this uh, sweet little bar poker going on on Mondays. I'll probably eat. I need to make sure I don't eat something bad before I do that. Yeah. It's, it's going to be tough, but I want to win. No, if I lose, I lose a, a round of golf, which in Utah is not cheap. And okay. a, and a dinner, but I, I still I don't like to lose my bets. Period. Yeah, oh, I know that. Well, good luck to you. Hey Wesley, I guess I left my poker chip. Thanks for saving it. Unless you just gave it away. Um, but if you saved it, I'll be back Monday, buddy. Uh, you got anything else you want to hit tonight, buddy? It's been a long mm. time since we chatted. I've kind of been yeah, all over the place. I saw Rocket Man today. Finally. Okay. Was that any good? Because I've been. I've been torn. I keep telling Kim I want to go see it, but I'm like, is it really worth paying $9 to go see? <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was good. It was interesting. I thought it was the way they did it. I thought it was pretty cool because it was like him at, uh, it started with him at an AA meeting and that's when he was like, uh, it turned into him being in rehab, but that's how it went. So he was telling like his life story mm. through that. So I thought it was pretty interesting the way they did it. And like, um, the parts that they would get to he was uh it would show like the event that happened where a certain song was came from. oh okay so like create i would say we're like where the where the ideas for the songs came from yeah and the crazy thing was i didn't know was uh the guy that's writing his songs they've been together for 50 years same guy writing his songs is all it 50 his boyfriend years. is it the guy he's no. dating no that's all. just a different guy. I'm going to go see it. I think you've talked. Was there any good previews? Because there's nothing really like I'm super interested to go see right now. Like we're going to the movie, the movie summer session, and I'm not really stoked. Like Wednesday night, we're going to the drive-in to see Spider-Man and Toy Story. I can't wait for that. And I think Toy Story. I, think it's playing with I saw that Friday. We took Winnie to see that. That was pretty good. I like the Toy Story. I lied. Movie. It's Spider-Man and Men in Black. I haven't seen that. I have no interest in the Men in Black. Well, I mean, I'll see it when it comes out, but I'm not going to go to the theater and see it. Wesley, I will hope to see you tomorrow, buddy. Um, No, here's what I've been torn going and seeing that in the theater because I feel like you need a cameo from at least Will Smith in that, even if it's just a short little 20-second cameo to to bring it together because it's not like it's a whole new reboot. They're kind of like, you know, they're tied together. So I think you need, like, a little 20-second, hey, Will – Drop in for this day in the studio and, you know, whatever. But no, so we'll see. It'll be fine, but we are going to go. Trevor really wants to see Uh, (laughs) Spider-Man. Yeah, so do I. So I'm not sure if I'm going to see that Wednesday or Friday, but I'm going to go see that this week. And uh, because I got to get as many of the movies that I want to see in because once the baby comes. That's out. um, Yeah. So I want to see that. Um, The one... uh, with Batiste that raised the cop and he Stuber. takes over the Uber. Yeah. That, I want to see that. That looks stupid, but it looks like a stupid funny. Yeah, that looks like, yeah, exactly. That looks like <laughs> one you're not going for actually any kind of like storytelling. You just want to yeah. laugh a lot. Yeah, I totally oh, agree. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you on that. So I want to see that. Um, Matt Matt's saying that John Wick 3 was good. Yes, that was a really good movie. I saw that. I really like that. That was a busy weekend when that, that was out because Memorial Day weekend, I went and saw John Wick 3. We took uh, Winnie to see Aladdin, which I thought was pretty good. It wasn't bad. Can't, and can't uh, I saw that Brightburn, which I thought was really good. I just wish it was longer. What is it about? I've heard someone else say something about that today. It's funny you brought that it's up. It's basically if Superman was bad. Oh, I might check that out. So it starts as him being a kid, and he's like, oh, yeah. Once he figures out his powers... It's shit, Superman being shit bad goes and south. everybody. Huh? Shit goes south fast. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, really fast. But I thought it was pretty good. Like I said, it was only an hour and a half. I wish it was a little bit longer, but I don't know if they're planning on making another because they definitely can. Um, but uh, what else did I see or want to see? Oh, the a good day in Hollywood or whatever. Oh no, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. It's not that. What's it called? Something in Hollywood. Yeah, no, that does look really good. Yeah, so I can't wait for that. And he's even Tarantino's even said that he thinks that's his best movie since Pulp Fiction. And I really like Pulp Fiction. Well, it's just based on the Charlie Manson family, right? And that whole story. Yeah. Yeah. So that looks good. I want to see that. I know there's one other one too. I can't think of it right now. So it must not be that important. Well, I kind of want to see the new that uh, the new Fast and Furious Dobbs and Shaw or whatever. Oh yeah, that's already uh, out, isn't it? No, it's uh, not out yet. Yeah, that one spin off. It just looks super cheesy. See, John, I mean, that's how Fast and Furious has been going. So, do you see John Cena join Fast and Furious Nine? Yeah, I've, I've, I saw, I read something about that the other day. I gotta give this to John Cena before we jump off here. If he like does not get enough credit for being a funny actor, like his com- comedy roles. Like if you haven't seen Cockblockers or Block, I think it's just called Blockers. Blockers, yeah, that movie. <laughs> he is fucking hilarious in that movie. Like he, yeah, is, he's... when he takes it up the bum, when he chugs <laughs> that beer up his bum. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty funny movie. I really like that movie. I highly like people don't get seen enough credit for his acting skills. Uh, anyways, I'm gonna get off here. I'm gonna go feed my face before Operation. Diet starts tomorrow, uh, so I can go to the building, building bridges. Plus, I'll be sleeker, smoother, sexier during the building bridges tour if I lose this weight. So yeah, but you're married, so it doesn't matter. Does not matter. You're right. <laughs> All right, sir. You have yourself a good one. Tell your wife hey, you I too. said hello. All right, I will. Tell Winnie I said what's up. I need to send her a message uh, with one of my little faces. I haven't messaged her in a while. Yeah, she's been asking. Oh. I forgot. I was going to have her send you a message, and I forgot to the other day when she brought it up. We'll make an emoji message happen. All right, All man. Right. We'll take it easy. All right. Take it easy. Yep. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for watching the show. Really happy uh, to be back, and we're pushing to have uh, be back full-time the next couple of weeks. Until then, we'll be dropping stuff. I do want to send a shout-out to Touche uh tavern if you guys like bar poker you know salt lake city or if you just want to go hang out a uh, bunch of cool people hanging out there so uh go check that out also if you need any fence repairs check out uh my buddy here in salt lake area uh hamilton fence and repair guy does great work fair prices um and he's a good friend and supports the show you guys have a good evening we will uh see you next time